This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. This time every Monday morning we take a look at what's happening in our region in the health and disability sector and joining us on the line now to shed some light on that, Debbie Rowe. Uh, Morena, Debbie, great to have you with us again. Thanks, Jeff. Lovely to be here on a beautiful Monday morning. Getting a bit uh, cooler now, isn't it? When you wake up, well, I wake up this morning, it's, it's pretty much pitch black now, so we're seeing a change yeah. in seasons, aren't we? Yeah. Still lovely, is, though. Is it this weekend? Is it this weekend we go out of daylight saving? Oh, look, you're asking me on live radio. <laughs> <laughs> so My husband said, he said to me, he said, I think it's this weekend coming, oh, but, so we probably shouldn't talk about that because I have no idea no, either. Well, while you're talking about uh, what you're talking about, I'll have a bit of a look at that, you, Debbie, because it's important to know. <laughs> tell, us what's, right. tell us what's going on. Lovely. So once again, the Digest, um, which goes out every Friday, and if you're not subscribed to it, please uh, call us at, at Living Well Disability Resource Centre and we can get you um, subscribed to that. Uh, you can unsubscribe if you don't find it helpful, but um, it starts off as most of our updates in the last several weeks uh, really is around the COVID updates. So there are some good uh, bits and pieces in there. Um, probably one of the biggest things to note for this, this last week is, is, is of Friday isolation period for cases and household contacts uh, goes from 10 days to 7 days. So that's happened on Friday night, uh, this last Friday night. So now, you know, if yourself or a household uh, member has uh, is a positive case that you isolate uh, for 7 days. Um, and of course, household contacts need to have a, a rapid or a rats test at day three and day seven or if they become symptomatic and if the result is positive they're required to isolate for seven days from that point so it'd be a bit of a bummer if you got it on the fifth day of, of your isolation and then had to isolate for another seven days but that's kind of how it goes so um, we've got some really good um, there's some great uh, sort of flow charts or um, information charts that will be on the COVID19.govt.nz uh, site. Um, there's a great flow chart around got any symptoms. So we've got these on the digest too. And I was looking through them and thought, oh gosh, that's good. I need to send this to my kids so they, because they keep asking me questions. How, you know, how does this work? Um, they're living independently in, in the community. So, you know, got any symptoms, whether it's a cough, temporary loss of taste, sneezing, runny nose, sore throat, et cetera, et cetera. If you can tick those boxes, you have to organise a test and isolate from the rest of your household. It sort of goes through the, the different bits and pieces. So it's a great little flow chart. And then there's also there's a flow chart on test results. So if you're positive, uh, you get a positive result, what do you do then? Letting people know. And there's that, that reminder that you to record your positive rat result or your negative rat result on your My COVID record or on the 0800 number. Um, so... Um, yeah, that's whether you're positive or negative to record that test. So there's a flowchart on that. And then also a flowchart on how to self-isolate some of the things you need to think about, how to make that work. Um, and also on needing support if you need extra support, you need financial support, there's a great wee flowchart on that too with the right links and things. So they're all in there and easy to read. Um, so I encourage people to have a wee look at that. Um, oh, love, me a good, love me a good flowchart. Um, yeah. Honestly, with, with so, yep. so much complexity, let's face it around uh, and the changing kind of nature of timelines and what have you that has yeah. been going on at a reasonably frequent basis. A nice up-to-date mm. flow chart is very, very helpful. Um, it's simple, isn't it? You just got it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. look, just before we go on, we did raise this question of, of daylight saving. I think we should clarify that for the listeners straight away. No, you've, you. you've got another best part of three weeks of daylight saving to enjoy. Oh, sorry. Hey, That's 
bad husband. No, yeah, well, look, he <laughs> he can probably go on his own timeline, uh, Deb. He probably does yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. April 3rd is when we knock that one on the head for 2022. Nice. April 3rd. Look at that. April 3rd. So that's good. We do have three weeks before that happens. So we won't talk about daylight savings, but definitely getting darker in the mornings. Yeah. I'm noticing that. If I go for a walk, I take my little head torch thingy now. Um that's awesome. So we know when daylight savings is. We know where to get some good information on COVID around if you've got symptoms, what you do with your test results, how to self-isolate if you need some further support. So, um, you know, just again, that, that COVID, um, COVID19.govt.nz, and it's actually backslash positive, we'll get you those directly to those um, those little flow charts. So they're, they're really good. But I think the biggest thing is that seven days um, to do your tests if you're not, um, if you don't have symptoms, if you're a household member on the third and the seventh day, um, and that to remind people to report their rat result, even if it's negative, uh, on your my COVID record, um, just to make sure that everybody in those same household, yeah, that, and make sure that everybody else has reported theirs as well. So, and, and that's really that, important because that helps with with decision making, doesn't it? Um, getting yeah. a good handle on the numbers uh, is clearly um, feeding into some critical decisions that are being made by government yeah. and and health agencies. So, yeah. uh, I know it's a, a, an additional step. I was speaking to a relative, I won't name them. <laughs> the other day, who a very busy mother who, among all the other things that she mm. had to do in terms of notifying people about what was happening with her young COVID-positive child, um, mm. that, that got dropped along the way. And it was only in part of a conversation that we had. It was like, oh, you're gone. oh I've, still got to, I've still got to report the result. Yeah. So um, that's really important. Yeah. Lot to think about, eh? There yep. is a lot to think about, and and particularly, you know, if uh, you know, uh, I'm a mother, but they're all growing up now. But I still have to think about them. But it, you know, when you're managing um, a household and you're having to manage other family members as well, there's a lot of extra pressure there, um, you know, for individuals. So, you know, it's also yeah, rem- remind yourself to take care of yourself and. Um, do the best you can, believe yeah. it at that. Um, just moving on uh, to some of the other bits and pieces we've got in the digest. Uh, working income in Mosgiel, their service centre is temporarily closed. Um, so it's the office has been closed for refurbishment from Monday the 14th of March, so that's today, and will reopen uh, pretty much in three weeks' time on Tuesday the 5th of April. So for the next three weeks, the Mosgiel Working Income uh, Service Centre is temporarily closed. That branch will be closed for the next three weeks. So you're still able to use your My MSD, your login, uh, contact your case manager or your work broker directly if you've got one. Um, the working income number is 0800 559 009. So 0800 559 009. Um, if you're particularly in that area and you wanted to go out into that office. Um, Brain Injury Otago uh, does some fabulous work around the, the region. They're going to be in the Upper Clutha region on the 17th of March. That's this Thursday. Um, they're going to be there uh, for the day, so you can uh, call or email to make an appointment if you specifically want to speak to one of the team there. They're going to be in the Upper Clutha region. If you've had a concussion or a brain injury of any description, you know, you're struggling, slow to recover, you're struggling with um, perhaps a ACC or, or MSD, which is um, which is you know working income. Um, if you want to know your entitlements, uh, perhaps this, you're a bit unclear about about some of those things. Um, they're very good at advocating for people with with brain injuries in, in those areas. So you can book a time to talk with um, one of the team uh, for the 17th of March. So you can call the Brain Injury Association on um, 03 
or email them, which is quite a big long email, but uh, you can contact us at Living Well here and we can give you those details. Um, Citizens Advice Bureau Awareness Week, um, and it's around renters' rights. So obviously Citizens Advice provides all sorts of fabulous um, information. So they're a community organisation that provides free, confidential, independent information and advice. Um, So CAB helps people to know and understand their rights and responsibilities and to find the community services that they need. So their um, Awareness Week, 14th to the 20th of March, which is this week, the theme is renters' rights, so it's a chance to, to celebrate and promote what CAB does in the community and to inform people of their renters' rights and what they are entitled to as tenants and renters. So um, I think they're actually going to be on the awesome morning show this morning, aren't they? Yeah, they had a chat. We had a chat with, uh, with Anna Leslie earlier on in the program, um, Debbie. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, if you, if you d- didn't catch that, uh, we'll have that feature interview up uh, for you for you to check out uh, later in the day, hopefully, from our podcast site on our website oar.org.nz Brilliant. Um, Diabetes New Zealand have a social media campaign that is happening um, tomorrow Tuesday the 15th of March so um, they're calling on people so that's tomorrow and it's around I support Diabetes New Zealand campaign for life-changing continuous glucose glucose monitors and flash glucose monitors to be funded in Aotearoa. So um, it's obviously something that's not and it's a pretty important thing for people with diabetes. So they're calling on people with diabetes and their allies to um, nationwide flood Facebook and Instagram with images, posts telling their diabetes stories. Um, so they've reached more than 50,000 people since early February and many have committed to supporting the campaign. Uh, they started this campaign campaign back in 2019 and and the petition was heard last year, so 2021, by the Health Select Committee and a decision now rests with Pharmac. So this is probably pretty crucial for them and pretty um, really important. So the Chief Executive uh, of Diabetes New Zealand, Heather Very says the equipment, this equipment shouldn't be treated as a luxury. It, this, the technology to live normal, healthy life is there. <clears throat> Excuse me, but Kiwis aren't given access to it. So, you know, 28,000 New Zealanders with type 1 diabetes and thousands more with type 2 are faced with that relentless 24-7 struggle of glucose monitoring. So with you know with this modern technology, their lives would be hugely uh, better and, and easier. So they're really um, doing a push there. So you can, to help with that, you can change your Facebook profile to the to the image that um, they've got on their Diabetes New Zealand website around supporting the campaign. Um, you can share a show, social post tomorrow on the 15th. That's the day where they really want it plugged. Um, either the image attached or personalise it um, with your own test strips if you've been uh, testing uh, for, for your glucose levels. Um, yeah, There's a bunch of links and information there that you can help promote this and that's happening tomorrow. So if, if you have diabetes or a family member and you want to support that, certainly have a look on the Diabetes New Zealand website uh, to, get, to get some more information um, around it. Um, there is a National Disabled Students Association, so that must be a national, you know, at the university and stuff, there's, there's a, a Disabled Students Association and it will be at Polytech as well. So there's the national body, the National Disabled Students Association, are hosting a Zoom hui this weekend, Saturday the 19th, from 11 to 1 pm. And the purpose of the Zoom hui is to hear from disabled um, students around the country and around current concerns or difficulties that they're facing as a result of the Omicron. 
oh, sorry, Omicron, Omicron outbreak. Um, it's an opportunity for that national executive to hear people's concerns and to do some mahi to ensure the right people are heard, uh, you know, hear the, the issues and respond. Um, so there's a, a Zoom link there if you're a, a student with a disability and you'd like to um, put your voice to that uh, or be part of that, you can you can link on there. Um, we got some great information the other week around mobility dogs. And mobility dogs, you know, we're quite familiar with um, uh, dogs, you know, for, for people with uh, vision impairment, um, uh, blind, um, people often say blind dogs. The dogs aren't blind, but they help people that are blind. Um, but mobility dogs are specially trained to help disabled New Zealanders with their individual unique needs um, through sort of practical support or companionship, unconditional love. The dogs can like truly transform people's lives uh, and, and, you know, enjoy greater independence and assistance at home in the community. So um, if you, there's a, there's a bit of a link here that if you answer yes to the questions below, then it might mean that a mobility dog would be a good match for you. So they've, they've got some um, some bits and pieces there and they're looking for, there's a local coordinator, um, Gemma um, Overton, uh, and her email is Gemma with a G, G-E-M-M-A dot Overton at mobilitydogs.co.nz and that you can get more information about that. It might be something that, that you think um, your, you know, your particular situation that a mobility dog could be of great help to you. So um, they're, they're, you know, putting that word out that they're available and, um, and, and people can make some inquiries. So we've got that link in there. And I think finally here we've got Neighbours Day Aotearoa. Uh, building community through Kai. It's one of my favourite things, actually. Food and people. <laughs> um, so Neighbours Day is the 18th to the 27th of March. So it's not just a day; it looks like it's a week. Um, it focuses on 10 days in March to encourage people to celebrate and connect with your neighbours, whether the intention is big or small. Uh, it all makes a difference to build more connected and stronger neighbourhoods. So Kai Connections is the theme for 2022. It's about getting people to engage in all the different ways we connect over Kai: growing, sharing, eating. So um, that common denominator of, of food, um, bringing people together across the country. So there, if you have an idea um, or you want to register an event, you can go to the Neighbours Day Aotearoa website. Um, if you've got some, some questions about it, you can contact your Neighbours Day, your local Neighbours Day community connector, which is Martine at neighboursday.org.nz. Uh, and there's some links to information on that. So, um, yeah, that's probably a good thing in these current times of, um, again, people connecting. You know, when we haven't been able to connect so much. Well, Debbie, plenty to go through there. And if you want to drill down in any more detail to any of the things that uh, Debbie has raised this morning, the team from Living Well Disability Resource Centre be only too happy to help you out. And, of course, if you're not already on their list to get an electronic copy of the Digest, then uh, you can get in touch about that too. Thank you so much, Debbie. We look forward to catching up with you again at the same time next Monday. Thanks, Jeff. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House, on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call Call on 4716152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.